the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The death this morning of Colin Powell, former uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, first uh, African-American to serve in that capacity, will no doubt spark argument about vaccines. Colin Powell's fully vaccinated. Uh, he is said to have died, according to his family in their Facebook post, he's said to have died of complications from COVID. Now, he had uh, myeloma, which is a very, very, very uh, insidious uh, cancer. So his Im- immune system was compromised. So this is how this works when somebody dies who's been double vaccinated. They are presumed to have gotten COVID. The people who want everybody to get vaccinated say that, see, Colin Powell died even though he was double vaxxed because someone who was unvaxxed gave it to him. That will be out there. That will be the thing. See, this is why you got to get vaccinated because... You gave it to Colin Powell, and Colin Powell died. And then if someone who is unvaxxed gets sick and died, uh, they also got it from another unvaxxed person, and it's proof that both of them should have been vaxxed. Then neither the person would have given it to them, nor would the person who it was given to die. See, even though we know that it is possible to both get and pass COVID— Having been vaxxed, it is always, always presumed that someone who is vaxxed gets COVID from someone who is unvaxxed. Yet there are no science numbers or studies or anything to support that. Uh, But that does not stop Mr. Science, uh, Anthony Fauci, from continuing to claim that he is, in fact, 100% grounded in data. It's science. Uh, Here is uh, Dr. Fauci answering a question which, shockingly, absolve himself of any blame for becoming the lightning rod that he has become. The question posed by Fox News' Chris Wallace. When this pandemic started, I think it's fair to say you were the generally regarded as the authority on infectious disease. But as time has gone on, you have become... A polarizing figure. Critics accuse you of uh, sending mixed messages. There's allegations that that you help fund dangerous research at the Wuhan lab. Two questions. Why do you think you've become so controversial? And honestly, do you think there's anything you have done that has contributed to that? Well, I'm not so sure I can answer the latter because I can't think of anything, but I'm sure some people will. But, you know, Chris, I have stood for always making science, data, and evidence be what we guide ourselves by. And I think people who feel differently, who have conspiracy theories, who deny reality that's looking them straight in the eye, those are people that don't particularly care for me. 
And that's understandable because what I do and I try very hard is to be guided by the truth. And sometimes the truth becomes inconvenient for some people, so they react against me. That just is what it is. There's not much I can do about that, Chris. So what a self-serving answer that is. He says he's always guided by science, data, and evidence. So what science, data, and evidence did he cite when he said, don't wear a mask, that's silly, don't wear a mask? And then what science, data, and evidence did he cite when he said, no, no, now you should wear a mask? And what science, data, and evidence did he cite when he said, now you should wear two masks? It was a general assumption. He stated it that way. Well, if one mask helps, and he didn't even say one mask does help. He said, if one mask helps, then two masks, two masks must be better. Yeah. Now, you would think so. Like 12 masks would be better, right? But he didn't give us any science, data, or evidence. And then, deny reality that's looking you straight in the eye. He accuses his detractors of denying reality that looks you straight in the eye. When throughout this pandemic, he has never addressed the common outgrowth of widespread disease going away, which is when we get to a point of herd immunity. And we get to a point of herd immunity on every single disease ever when either people have had it and died or people have had it and recovered and developed natural immunity or they've been vaccinated with a permanent vaccine. Now, more people in America have been vaccinated than have not, but many more, many, 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 many more people have had COVID, had it, and not died from it. Many more. It's not even remotely close what the numbers are. So he was asked, how long ago was that? When he was pinned down by Sanjay Gupta of CNN. Hey, you know, Dr. Fauci, everybody's asking me about herd immunity. What about herd immunity? And if you've had COVID and if you've recovered, do you need to get a vaccine? Well, you know, Sanjay, that's a very good question. It's a very good question. And we need to take a look at that. So that's been a good... Everything's always longer than I think. I think it's two weeks, probably three weeks. Has he gotten down the science data and evidence on that yet? It's a very good question, he said. We need to look at that. Well, have you looked at it? Have you looked at it? What about the science? What about the data? What about the evidence on natural immunity? Are you right? Are you on top of that, Dr. Fauci? You got plenty of money. You can fund research in Wuhan with all the money you have and your disposal. Why don't you get to that? So this guy, he is the personification of a sentence that is often spoken of people who refuse to acknowledge their own culpability in something. And that is, he doesn't get it, and he doesn't get that he doesn't get it. Anthony Fauci truly believes, truly believes that he is blameless in all of this. He truly believes that if everybody would just listen to him, 
and do everything that he says, well, everything would be fine. Which almost all dictators believe that, don't they? Almost all fascists believe that, don't they? That they operate from noble purposes, noble intentions, and that why doesn't everybody just do what I tell them to do? Because I am so smart. I know everything. And if you'd only listen to me, everything would be fine. Well, we have listened to you and listened to you and listened to you and listened to you. There's no shortage of sound clips, admonitions, orders, guilt trips laid on us by Anthony Fauci. And since we've had vaccines, more people have died from COVID than died when we didn't have vaccines. That's a stat the left never tells you because, of course, they can't blame that on Donald Trump. They would love to blame that on Donald Trump. They would love to blame it on anybody but the party in power. If the Republicans controlled the House, they'd blame it on the House. If the Republicans controlled the Senate, they'd blame it on the Senate. But they can't. <laughs> so... It's amazing to me that people still listen to anything Anthony Fauci says. Because, again, it goes back to his power trip. If he really genuinely cared for people, cared for the effort to get people vaccinated or masked or whatever, he would realize that a new messenger, a different messenger could perhaps be more effective with the message. Is anyone in this country neutral on Anthony Fauci? No. I can't imagine because, oh, you know, sometimes he's okay, sometimes he's not. No, you either are all in with him or you think he's a dope. And I'm definitely in the latter camp. Definitely, definitely in the latter camp. I don't like feeling that way about our Republican legislators in the Ohio General Assembly, but I am feeling that way. I uh, excoriated Bob Cup, the Speaker of the House, last week for giving up on House Bill 435. I'm not surprised, but I am chagrined that he has also given up on House Bill 248. They were supposed to have a hearing on House Bill 248 today because House Bill 435, both are anti-vaccine bills. Cup couldn't get his way with 435, so he's not going to let anybody have their way with any of their bills. 248 was supposed to get a hearing today. He directed the uh, health committee to cancel its meeting. So he has truly given up on protecting the citizens of Ohio from any vaccine mandate. 248, I vastly preferred it to 435. 435 was more of a window dressing than anything. 248 had some teeth to it. It would not have allowed any employer or school to require any vaccine. And it banned discriminating against people who'd refused the vaccine. And you couldn't wear masks. You couldn't require people to wear masks either. Ohio Chamber of Commerce was against it. Other groups were against it. You don't have to make it that complex. Just leave it up to the individual and you can't require it. I would have been fine with that, but that's not where we are. Now, the vaccine mandates around the country are claiming the jobs of many people, police officers and others. You'll hear the heartfelt goodbye of one person who decided to prioritize having a child instead of taking the vaccine at the behest of the supposedly family-friendly Walt Disney Company. 
next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So, I had somebody ask me a question the other day, and I was laughing at the question because I thought certainly this was something that everybody in the world knows, but I live in this world of current events, and so I know the answer. And the question the person asked, Aaron, can you guess the question the person asked? Out of every question on the planet, no. Well, that's shocking to me. (laughs) The question was, what's with this Let's go, Brandon chant. The person, what's, why is everybody saying, let's go, Brandon? Let's go, Brandon. Now, why you're getting, is everyone saying, are you let's giving, go, You're Brandon. giving me like a look like you don't know what the let's go, Brandon thing is? No. You, okay, well, great, perfect. So we can answer it. So this proves my point that not everybody knows. Okay. So you are familiar, are you not, that there is a chant being repeated often at sporting events about our president. Not even aware of that. Really? Okay. So there's a chant. <laughs> I'm so happy to enlighten you on this, Aaron. There is a chant out there, which we cannot repeat on the air because, A, we're a Christian station, and, B, we are a station licensed by the FCC, which you definitely can't say this on an FCC broadcast. But it's a word, a very nasty word, a very nasty four-letter word that starts with the letter F, and then it finishes Joe Biden. And this is being chanted at stadiums around the country. And so on October the 2nd, there was a NASCAR race in Talladega, Alabama. And a young man by the name of Brandon Brown, Brandon, here we go, remember that, Brandon Brown won the race. And he was standing on the track being interviewed by an NBC reporter. And as he's being interviewed, the crowd begins to chant this blank Joe Biden (laughs) chant okay well the nbc news lady i don't know if she was trying to cover the expletive being aired live on television or if she just misheard it but she said something to the effect of listen to the crowd they're so excited you won they're chanting let's go brandon well they decidedly were not chanting let's go brandon they were chanting bleep joe biden which everyone found hilarious and it has now become a way for people who may be a little too embarrassed or maybe in mixed company or may not want to go to that earthy end of saying f joe biden in a chant to chant instead the much cleaner let's go brandon including at Liberty University football games. Liberty University, a Christian university, started by Jerry Falwell. They are now chanting at Liberty University football games, let's go, Brandon. I was covering a high school football game on Friday night in West Milton, Ohio. I turned around, there's a guy standing in a T-shirt. What do you think the front of the T-shirt said? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. That's right. I'm curious. Anybody at the Blue Jackets games, Thursday, Saturday, has that chant started in Nationwide Arena? Will that chant? Be present in Bloomington's Memorial Stadium Saturday night when Ohio State takes on Indiana? Will we hear, I think that game's on ESPN, will we hear Let's Go Brandon chants on the game? So that is the genesis of Let's Go Brandon. I'm stunned you have not heard that. Now, you're not a sports fan, are you? You If you're a sports fan, you can't run away from Let's Go Brandon. It's everywhere. 
Really? It's an I mean, a, it's, I'm a casual sports fan. I mean, I watch some football over it's the weekend. It's NFL games, and now it is on the top of the hip-hop charts. Yes. Number one tune on iTunes, Aaron, is called Let's Go Brandon. On the hip-hop chart, it is by rapper Loza Alexander. Are you familiar with Loza's work? No. I am not either, but I am now because I watched the song. Uh, the title of the song is Let's Go Brandon. Loza is wearing a red ball cap with white lettering that reads, Make Music Great Again. And he's rapping about Let's Go Brandon. Uh, I would read you the lyrics of the song, but they're kind of nonsensical. This past weekend in Rome, not Rome, New York, Rome, Italy, Rome, Italy, protesters were walking past the American embassy chanting, not let's go, Brandon. They were chanting the original phrase about Joe Biden. Uh, Why were they doing so? Uh, They were clashing with police, protesting Italy's new Green Pass vaccination requirement. For employers who enter their office. So in Italy, where I don't think Joe Biden is president, they are chanting bleep Joe Biden around a protest about vaccine mandates. Now, this is funny, at least I think it is, because these chants coincided with the visit to Rome of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her husband, who Italian officials had to... uh, escort out of a mass at Rome's St. Patrick's Church out of a side door because the chants the chants were getting too loud. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's go, Brandon. So there we go. Aaron, what are the chances Sunday night at the American Leadership Forum? A night with the Republican Senate candidates with Hugh Hewitt moderating. Before, and this has happened at many sporting events around the country, before the game actually begins, a chant will begin in the crowd, let's go, Brandon. What are the chances of that? Wow. Would you, would you find that amusing? Would you find that revolting? On what, on what end of the uh, <laughs> scale, what end of the continuum would you be if that started Sunday I think night? it uh, depends on how long it lasts. See, here was, there were many levels to this question. If this started and it became something that took over the room, would any of the six candidates on stage join in? (laughs) Would that be seen as something to endear themselves to the people in the room or something that would uh, hurt them with the audience in the room? Because all six of them who are there are definitely there so that they can win friends and voters in the May primary. Yeah, well, if people show up and... And watch you on stage. They'll get to should see I, whether I, you begin it or how not. Would, how would our station management take that if I got up and made a <laughs> Let's Go Brandon reference? I don't know. All you're saying is Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> let's Go Brandon. <laughs> well, I wonder how Hugh Hewitt would take that. Hugh will be moderating. Get your tickets, folks. It's Sunday. It's not weeks away. It's not months away. It's Sunday at Genoa in Westerville. All the candidates are going to be there. Night with the candidates. Republican candidates for senator. American Leadership Forum, sponsored by the Center for Christian Virtue. That's why it probably wouldn't be good to start a Let's Go Brandon chant. But get your tickets at 989theanswer.com. 989theanswer.com.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.